Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. For today's conversation, Wendy and I are back in Brazil, and we're in the southwestern part of Brazil in a place called the Pantanal, which is the world's largest swamp or largest wetlands area. Um, now, if that doesn't sound too appealing, it's also uh, considered to be the best place for wildlife viewing in all of South America, and so that's pretty much the reason why we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we did see a lot of wildlife in the end in the four days that we stayed here, so... I'm pretty excited about that. At the beginning, I was afraid that we weren't going to see that many animals because we got here at what I thought was going to be the tail end of the dry season, but it seems that the rains came much earlier this year, and they have been doing that for the past couple of years, uh, which is probably a result of climate change. So it was already quite wet when we arrived, and that makes it a bit more difficult to see animals just because in the dry season they all have to come to the river to drink, and so it's very easy to see them there. But now there are lakes and ponds all over the place, so they can get water anywhere. So you have to have a little more patience and a little more luck. But in the end, I think we were pretty lucky. Yeah, I think so too. So the Pantanal is really far from basically anywhere else in Brazil, and certainly the other people who we've spoken to who are here, you know, they've been flying from São Paulo or from other areas to get here. Um, we uh, turned out that we were pretty lucky in the end because we came overland from Bolivia, and coming through the eastern part of Bolivia, when you cross the border, you're basically dropped right at the doorstep of the Pantanal. Yeah, and the the wetlands themselves, they actually do carry on across the border a bit into Bolivia and also a little bit into Paraguay, I believe. But Brazil, as far as I know, is the only country that's really set up for tourism in the Pantanal, where you can really, you know, get into it and and view the wildlife and experience life here. Yeah, and I'm sure the by far the biggest part of it is in Brazil anyway. Yeah. So we had an interesting introduction when we came here. Basically, we had taken a van to a point at the side of the highway, and then we had to get out of that van, and then there was a truck that was going to come from the guest house, if you like, that we're staying at, that was going to come and pick us up. And we got out of the van, and there was, I guess, a swamp right next to the road, and we just got attacked like you wouldn't believe by mosquitoes as soon as we got out of the van. Yeah, they were biting us absolutely everywhere, all over our face, all over our arms, whatever was exposed. And um, yeah, I mean, just in the couple of minutes that it took us to, you know, fumble around in our bag and find our mosquito repellent, we had already been bitten many times before that. Yeah, like literally 15 bites for me, uh, at least in about two or three minutes. And usually I only get bitten on my ankles and then sometimes on the underside of my wrists, but I had bites on my forehead, I had bites um, on my neck, on my legs, everywhere, and they were huge too. They really became these big welts. Um, and so then we thought that that was going to be what it was going to be like for the whole time that we were in the Pantanal. And unfortunately, they told us, no, once you get to the place where you're staying, there aren't as many mosquitoes as there are at the side of the road there. So that was lucky in the end. Yeah, and that was true. There aren't that many mosquitoes. There are still plenty, but uh, it wasn't totally unbearable. Um, in the guest house the way that it was in that area when we first arrived. 
And so in the Pantanal, there are what we've been calling these guest houses. What they call them are fazendas, which is a kind of farmhouse, um, I think. And then some of these have been converted into guest houses. And so now they call them pusadas, which means like a traveler's inn, but it's more like a rural guest house. And so the facilities are quite basic, but um, we have everything that we need here. And so basically you stay there and then you make these activities or do these activities in the morning and in the afternoon uh, while you're here. And so that's what we've been doing. Mm -hmm. And so we've been walking through the jungle you know, we've been taking boat trips, and then we've also been taking some jeep safari type of trips. I think we both felt that the boat trips were the most enjoyable part. Yeah. Um, although, today we went on our jeep safari, and we did actually see quite a few animals, a lot more than I had expected. From what I had read and heard from other people, I thought that the boat trips were really going to be our best chance for seeing wildlife and and we did we we saw a lot of birds the the bird watching was fantastic on the boats and we saw some mammals as well um and it's just fun to be on a boat <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there is this river that goes near where the guest house is and so we actually took two boat trips one going one way up the river and one going the other way down the river and uh, each time we were on the boat for about three hours and you see all kinds of birds and there are a lot of beautiful birds, colorful birds. And we saw toucans, which are always a favorite bird of ours. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and there's actually a toucan nest right behind our guest house. And so he has a nest in a hole inside a tree and uh, our guide showed it to us the first day and so if you can kind of sneak up on him um you'll have no idea that he's there and then suddenly if you get close enough to the tree trunk then he'll he'll realize that someone is there and he'll peep out and suddenly there's a, a toucan with this great big bill uh peeking out of the tree at you and then he'll fly away but yeah uh that was a real highlight for me was seeing the toucan yeah, definitely. And there's lots of other herons and hawks and all these other birds, some birds that um, that we know about from other areas like kingfishers and then other birds that are probably unique to this area. Mm -hmm. um, and so they're just scattered, you know, all the way up and down the river. And so you get to see a lot of those, which is great. There's also caimans, which are small alligator or crocodile creatures, which are in the water and you see a lot of them. And they're, you know, it's always a bit scary seeing the eyes peeking out of the water, but they're quite small and they don't actually attack humans. No. Which is nice of them. <laughs> yeah, we're too big for them, I think. The other thing that we saw, which is very interesting, on the water was we saw a group of otters. Mm -hmm. And they were huge. Yeah, they're called giant otters. And I had never heard of them until I started reading about the Pantanal and the animals that live in the Pantanal. And so one of the animals that was mentioned was the giant otter. And I don't think I've ever seen any other otters in in real life. So I don't know exactly how big a normal otter is, but these otters are huge. Yeah. So our guide Pedro said they were about two meters in length, mm -hmm. um, which yeah, it's, it's really huge. And we saw them in the water and then one of them got out of the water onto the sandbank and um, started moving around a lot and didn't really seem too impressed with us or too happy to see us. No, he was kind of barking and growling and yeah, making sounds to let us know that we were not welcome there. Um, but yeah, he almost looked like a seal. He had quite a long tail behind him. Um, yeah, it was, it was something really interesting to see because I didn't even know that that animal existed. Yeah, like a big seal with limbs. Mm -hmm. And yeah, also just with this extended elongated tail. So yeah, that was really something. We also saw capybaras, which are the world's largest rodents, mm -hmm. uh, which doesn't sound very nice, but they actually are really cute. Yes. 
Um, probably cuter than than rats, for example. Um, I think although... that's fair to say. <laughs> um, so they look like a giant guinea pig, you might say. And they're covered in brown fur. And they seem to be in families whenever we've seen them. There's been a mother and a father and then a couple of babies. And they're really cute. And they're, um, they hang out in the water a lot. Um, they don't actually eat anything that's in the water. They eat grass, so they go up on land to, to feed, but the water is actually their form of protection. So whenever a jaguar or other predator comes, then they will run and jump into the water, and they can actually um, dive down and stay underneath the water for, for several minutes, for you know maybe up to 10 minutes, and that's how they can escape from predators. Right, and the other thing that we saw today, just on the side of the road... Um as part of our Jeep Safari, was an armadillo. Yeah. Which is this crazy little, I don't know, critter. It has this shell casing that mm-hmm. covers the entire body, and so it's just very unusual to watch it walk around. Yeah, and I think, well, I know that we do have armadillos in some parts of the U.S. Uh, Texas is known for having armadillos, Um but I don't think I'd ever seen an armadillo before in real life either. So I was very excited to see him. He was very cute. All right. So after a few days in the Pantanal, uh, we've seen a lot of things. And um, now it's time to move on and see what other adventures there are in store for us in Brazil. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.